1: His presence. We love talking to Him. We will love to hear His voice. We love to behold His beauty. We love Affection for your house. We'll give everything to build your church and make it glorious. We love coming to your house, yeah, just because we love i love jesus i'm gonna serve him with all my heart i'll serve him when i'm young and i'll serve him when i'm older i'll give him all my energy i'll give him all
2: Wonderful. The whole, song was a, the whole song was a question. Now that you found Christ, what are you going to do with him? Hallelujah. It was a question. Hallelujah. And I, I remember she said, ask your neighbor, but none of you asked your neighbor. You're all looking straight at her. But she said, ask your neighbor. Now that you have so, since you didn't obey her, I'm the pastor. Now I'm asking you now. Ask your neighbor. Now that you have found Christ. <laughs> yes, now you have to obey my instructions. Now that you found Christ, what are you going to do with him? What are you going to do with the Christ you have found? Hallelujah. Are you going to be selfish? Keep him in your pocket? Use him only for your personal problems? Nah. Hallelujah. Christ is meant to be shared. Hallelujah. The blessing is in sharing Christ. Hallelujah. The wisdom is in sharing Christ. The peace and the prosperity is in sharing Christ. Hallelujah. You know, let me say even before I preach, as Christians, you know, let us always focus on the main thing. Hallelujah. And Christ is more... See, God is interested in more in the souls that are out there that are dying than the problem with your marriage or the problem with your job or the problem with your children. Not that they are not important, but God is more interested in the souls that are out there. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? That's why he said that he does not desire it. In the, it does not design the death of a sinner. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. So don't use Christ, Christ like a apostle John who preach. Christ is not meant to solve your personal problems. He's bigger than your personal. Christ is more than personal problems. Your personal problem is a very small, small problem to Him. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. You did not get a job. You didn't go and get a job so that they will give you maybe health benefits. No, 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 no. Nah. The reason why you want a job is that you, 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 you want a paycheck. Of course, you will come with vacation time, benefits, and all those things. But that's not why you took the job. Because if they gave you those vac- vacation time they didn't give you a paycheck, you would quit the job. Hallelujah. So Christ is meant to be shared. Amen. Do I have Christians in the church? I said, do I have Christians in the church? Christ is meant to be what? Share. Hallelujah. So let's take every opportunity, every occasion to share Christ. Hallelujah. Come, let me provide the offering. My two nice ashes. They always look very nice in their white shirt and their attire. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ever since I've put them they are ushers, they always come with their tie and their white shirt. See, it's good to have compliant people in the church. Put your hands together for them. <laughs> put your hands together for them, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. This morning, this is the month of December. You know, by the grace of God, we are in the last month of the year. I say, by the grace of God, we are in the last month of the year. And you are alive. You are well. You are healthy. Say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Yeah. 2018 is almost coming to an end. And every day you have eaten. By the grace of God. You have clothes to wear. By the grace of God. Yeah. You have gone and come in peace. By the grace of God. Your bills, that looks some Somehow they have been paid. I mean, I mean, there's nobody here that collectors are chasing you and, and we buy that in the name of Jesus. The bills have been, the bills have been paid. Somehow, by the grace of God, Amen. So God, we can say that God has been, God has been gracious. Hallelujah! That's why you have to learn to give thanks. Yeah, you see, I never, I just. So twenty eighteen is almost coming to an end. Hallelujah! It's a blessing. Say, God, I thank you. Say, God, I thank you. I want to hear you. Say, God, I thank you. Let's thank God, okay? Let's be grateful. Hallelujah. So, December, okay. I am going to share with us a message for this month of December and um, maybe for a couple of weeks for this uh, all-nation service. And um, but before... I preach. I just want all of us to uh, look at a scripture that will help us as we hear this message. Amen. Second Corinthians, it's more of I'll call it like um like a foundation or. Mm, yeah, a foundation. Okay? I don't want to use the word disclaimer. That's a legal term. Because sometimes when lawyers are doing so, they, give, they put a disclaimer. So you can't come back and sue them. But let me take it as a foundation. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 12. Seeing. That we have such hope. We use great plainness of speech. Are you hearing me? Paul said that seeing that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. In other words, good preaching is plain. Hallelujah. Good preaching is what? And when something is plain, it means it will cut across you. Hallelujah. If it's plain, it means that it will affect your everyday life. Hallelujah. Good. Next one, continue. And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded. For until this day remaineth the same veil on taking away in the reading of the Old Testament. Which veil is done away? So the veil must go. Tell them that the veil was for the Old Testament. In the New Testament, no veil. Yeah. Plain. Because a lot of us, some of us are Veiled. I've been teaching on a weekday service. See, we are veiled. We are veiled. We are veiled. And a veil is a picture you want to present. A veil is a front you want to present. A veil is how you want people to see you. But in Christ, there should be no veil. Hallelujah. And of course, like our prophet was sharing with us, and that's one of the reasons I got about veiling. picture that you want people to see you okay a veil a veil is like a filter oh, we can put, we can put a veil over the and it will look green or we can put it hallelujah so as you present a certain picture which is you uh, as you put on a veil which gives you a certain presentation the same veil also prevents you from seeing clearly. There's one revelation I heard about the veil. The same veil that makes you, makes you, gives, you a set, gives us a certain impression of you is the same veil that blinds you from seeing clearly. So, you think that you are deceiving others, but you are also deceiving yourself fully that's, 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 that's actually the thing about the veil hallelujah because when you put a veil over your face like you as let's say you put a veil so when we see we see that oh you are um, maybe you you are green you see that same green lenses is blinding you so you are also because green lens. You are seeing because of the green lens, this thing which is supposed to be black, you see it green. <laughs> do you get it? I said do you get it? That's why you don't need a veil in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. 15. But even unto today, day, when Moses the veil is upon their hearts. Now the hearts, even unto this day, some of us, you see, the veil is on your heart. Your heart is veiled. Your heart is veiled. Your heart is veiled. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, they away. Now the veil is in our way. Hallelujah. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? There is what? Liberty. 18. This is the verse. This is the basis. Or the disclaimer. <laughs> but we all with open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord. are changed into the same image. From glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says that we all one must have an open or plain face. A face must be plain. It must be open. And with a plain and open face, we behold as in the glass or as in a mirror. A mirror. As in a mirror. Okay, the glory of the Lord. And as you look into the mirror and see the glory of God, you also get changed from glory to glory. Say from glory to glory. From glory to glory. You see, the glory here means beauty. Hallelujah. It means beauty. It means you look nice. It means better. It means advance. It means elevation. And it comes to the believer because you're all believers who has removed the veil and is looking with a plain face. The mirror. The mirror. Okay? The mirror. Why? Which and and what does a mirror do to you what does a mirror do to you it gives you what a reflection of you hallelujah if you look in a mirror you will see that your hair is braided if you look in a mirror you are not going to see you wearing a, a cap if you look in a mirror you see that you are wearing a black dress so the mirror is literally reflecting who you are hallelujah Are you hearing me? And therefore, based on the picture you see in the mirror, you make the necessary adjustment. Yes! The mirror is supposed to reflect how you are looking. And then when you look at the show, this hair is actually off. (laughs) You turn it, you pin it down. As you study, a mirror. You will see that this side is a big this side is big. So immediately you go into your closet and take your tighten belt. <laughs> you, are, you are more than Mike Tyson. You tighten it up and then you put on your dress, then you turn this you turn this, you turn this, you're okay before you come out. Because the mirror is revealing who you are and therefore giving you the opportunity to make the necessary adjustment. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is why the mirror helps you become more beautiful. I mean, I was, I, most there is no lady here who left their house today without looking through a mirror. Even when we came here, if I were to open your... How do you have mirrors? Right even they went down. You went Even here. You went down to look into the mirror. And I was shocked when I was sharing this image. That I, I said, ladies carry mirrors in their wallet and everything. Then I was told that now there's do even need a mirror. Your cell phone. Selfie. I didn't know that the selfie was actually a mirror. I mean, I some of you, as soon as you stood in the you found there's some gray here, gray here, you didn't like it. You took a pencil. <laughs> paint it, paint it. How do I know? I've been passing you for a while, so I know you. Paint here, paint here. Cool. So as you are coming, it looks brown, but it's not brown. I thought you were not born brown. <laughs> yeah. So, so what I'm trying to say that you do yourself a disservice, or you don't help yourself when you argue with the look in the mirror. <laughs> you actually do yourself a lot of service, and you don't help yourself. When you have an argument with a look in the mirror the mirror is saying that uh, there is a patch here and so no 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 I don't agree you, you, do, you don't argue tell your neighbor don't argue with the mirror that's what you are the mirror is there to help you to improve but not to argue with it hallelujah stop arguing with the mirror yeah. Oh, I look in the what the mirror is showing me. No, that's how you look. That's how you look. Because I have heard someone who said Well, I don't like this mirror because it makes me look fat. A mirror cannot make. <laughs> it's, it's exactly. So don't argue with a mirror. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't like. I don't. I don't like this. No. I don't like the mirror. The mirror has nothing, the mirror is just a reflection of what you look like. And rather, you're supposed to take advantage of what you look like and improve upon it because the mirror helps you to move from glory to glory. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So the Bible is saying that the word of God is the mirror. I'm taking my time to give you a foundation. Because of what I'm going to teach us. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the word of God is a mirror. So when you come to church and the word of God is being preached, a mirror is given to you to adjust yourself, but not to criticize the pastor. Don't say that, well, it's because of me. No. If the message is affecting you, that's the mirror. (laughs) So look at mirror and adjust instead of fighting with the mirror because the word of God is a mirror whatever the spirit is leading and you are being seen in the Bible take a look at it. so okay so listen to me when a message is affecting you you should say amen and thank God because the mirror is revealing who you are so you can make the necessary changes and rather don't get angry and leave the check now I won't come again they talk about you. I um, don't talk about you. Do you think I, I have time for you? Do you know how busy my day is? No, 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 no. I preach by the Spirit. I preach by the Spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. I pray before I share a message. Amen. Yeah. Because He will give you pastors after your own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So when I give a mirror, you look into it and adjust. Don't tell you, neighbor Don't fight with a mirror had yeah, right? Fight, fight with me. Yeah. Fight I don't like the mirror. <clears throat> the mirror is not do fight with the mirror at all. Even though I know there are some trick mirrors. Somebody said there are some trick mirrors. Yeah. Like, mirrors. Somebody told me there are some trick mirrors, like in, in hotels and things, like they, will, they will deceive you to make you look like you are looking good. This, the, the word of God is not a trick mirror. I heard some a trick mirror. It's a fake one. It makes you look slimmer. And this is not Hollywood. We are not in Hollywood. We are in church. Hallelujah. Amen. I thought me church. So, see the word of God as a mirror. Which is designed to make you move, become better. Hallelujah. You see, I'm taking my time to say that. Because you see, a lot of time. So, if the mirror is talking about... Misbehavior of a husband. Don't get angry. If all the examples you are giving, you are a perfect example. This way, you are a good example of a bad husband. A good example of a bad husband. Then, rather take the mirror and adjust. Instead of arguing with the mirror and the reverse is true. If all the windows and the example of a bad wife is the way you behave then take the mirror and adjust. If all the example about laziness is the way you are then take the mirror and adjust instead of quarreling with the mirror because the mirror is supposed to make you more beautiful. From glory to glory. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because of the reality of the world we live in. Hallelujah. And that as Christians... We are supposed to get better. Amen. Amen. I see you getting better. Amen. I say I see you getting better. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, you will be better. Yeah, receive. I say you'll be better. Amen. Your life will become brighter. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to learn from this book. He that hath. Hallelujah. He that hath. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 4, verse 25. Today's just an introduction. We'll continue next week. Mark 4 25. For he that hath to him shall be given. And he that had not, from him shall be taken even that which he hath. He that has, more is given. He that has not, the little that he has is taken away. Hallelujah. Now, it is not about fair or not fair. Hallelujah. Why is this statement true? This statement is true because one, it was said by Jesus Christ. Jesus said, this, if, you have, if you have a good Bible, this is in red. Jesus will not make that statement, that he that has, more will be given. And he that has not, the little, Will be taken away. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus said. Jesus. Yeah. And the Bible said that heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall never pass away. So it means that. So it means that it is fundamental principle that those who have will always get more, and then those who have not, even the little they have will be taken away from them. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. So it is a fact. And it, one, it is true because Jesus said it. And two, it is something that we see practically in our world we live in. Practically in the world we live in, we see that those who have keep on getting more. And those who have not keep on getting less. Little even that they have is taken away from them. You see, that's why, that's why I took my time to explain, give you a foundation. Hallelujah. So it means that in this world, in every area, in every category, there are two groups of people. Those who have and those who have not. Hallelujah. It means in every area, what? Those who have and those who have not. And those who have, keep on getting more. And those who have not. The little they have is taken away. Hallelujah. Benjamin, I do you understand? So it, means that, so it means that you have to learn and believe God and trust God that in whatever field you are in or area, you'll be in the category of those who have and not those who have not. May you be among those who have. I say, may you be among those who have. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because those who have, always have more. Those who have, always have more. Hallelujah. So rather believe God that you'll be among those who have. Amen. Amen. And stop saying that it's not fair. Look, what what it means is that, you see, what it means that if you have how much you have in your wallet? Maybe a dollar. How much do you have in your wallet? When I see your wallet, what do you have? How much do you have? Bring your wallet. How much you have? Not right here, so. Give me your wallet. Give me the… Li- oh, how much? You have in the- oh. 70. Huh? 70. Seventy. How much do you have? Oh, Not even a dollar? How much you have? Three dollars. So, no, no, give it. So, it means that in a fair economy, for all of us to be equal, she has three. And he has what? 17. So, if other two, that's how much? No, 17 and three. How much is it? So, don't you think we are in a church, Christianity. We are all fellowship. Don't you think? For just for fellowship and good Christianity, we should split it. You get what, ten, <laughs> and you also get what, ten. Is it fair? Is it fair? Is it fair? Is it nice? Does it look nice? I, I'm talking to you. Do you think it's fair? Do you agree with me? You don't agree? Why not? It is ha. But rather, 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 bring by the money, rather, this is what we call for, but rather, what happens practically and really is that he has 17, she has three. In a matter of this, in the world we live in, and according to the word of Jesus Christ and the prophecy, you will see that he she had three will actually be taken away from her and given to this guy who has 20. This is what really happens. Now she is zero and he has 20. This is practically what happens. Even though we think that it should be 10-10, no. Practically speaking, the one who has 17 will get up 20. And the one who has 3 will lose. Practically speaking. By the word of Christ. That's what happens. So it will be your best interest. To believe God. That you will not be in three. But you rather be the 17. So that his three will be added. Yeah. Just give her back her money. Okay. I hear me. More. No. <laughs> I hear me. And that's what we see in this world. Money. For example, let's take the rich countries. Rich countries are always getting richer. Look, don't you see the rich countries are always getting richer. Over the next, over the past twenty-five to fifty years, Africa has become poorer. Relatively, the Westward has become richer. Take even countries when there were financial crisis and banks collapsed and people all up. The rich got richer. Right here in America. People got richer. And you with your small money, you got laid off. Oh yeah. I said oh yeah. Because he that has. More will be given. Amen. I said, "Amen." Yeah. Houses. Look, those who have houses get more houses. Oh yes! Look, everything. If we go, just go check. Those who have houses end up getting more houses. Yes. And those who don't have houses struggle. Yeah. Yeah. If you own one house, it is easier to get a second house. If you own two houses, it is easier to get three houses. Jobs. You are more likely to get a job if you have a job already. Oh yes. Oh yes. How did you go for interview? They say experience. How did you apply they say job experience? Don't always say job experience. So you see that the one who has a job experience, which means he has a job already, is more, they get a better job than you who starting because everybody job experience. Isn't that what happens? Isn't that what happens? It means the one you see it that, that is why you see that is why that is why I always advise people don't quit your job unless you get a new one. Even if you don't like your job, stay in it. Until you find another one, then you quit. Because when you quit, then there's a gap. People don't like it. Yeah. So what did you do all this time? What did you do all this time? Because he that has. And, and even aside from that, having a job gives you a good negotiating too. Because when you have a job and you go, you can say that this is how much I was paid before. So if you want me, increase it. You bargain more. But if you don't have anything, hey, you have to start from somewhere. What about they throw at you? You take it like that. And please, just take it like that. It's the beginning. At least it will move you from he that has not to he that has. And then you can grow up. Don't say that, I don't have a job. I start not like this one. What's wrong with you? (laughs) You Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? What's wrong with you? It's always better to start from somewhere. Amen. He that has a beloved. Always keep on getting more beloved. I'm a pastor. I've been a long time. Ah, you see one particular sister everybody likes. Other sister to nobody approaches them at all. <laughs> hey, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I mean, I know one particular sister, At I the I gave her a he that has. She, she will be with this person, she will break up. As soon as she break up, another brother is interested. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, seriously. That is, that is, that is why you'll be amazed. That's why you'll be amazed that sometimes widows even not get married again faster than single people. Oh yes. Oh yes. Because they have married before. He yeah, that has. He yeah, that has. They have a job experience. They know how to treat a man. So when the guy is, they know how to talk to a man, but you who are not married before Sometimes maybe the reason why you're not question of your sharp tongue. You see, your sharp, your tongue is too sharp. That's why nobody wants to marry you. But they did married before. They've gone through the drill, so they know that you don't shout at a man, so they keep on getting more. Look, it's a mirror. It's a a mirror. Just look at it and adjust. Hallelujah. In every field. In every field. A larger church gets bigger than a smaller church. Don't joke. This morning, we may get some new people coming here, but Brooklyn Tavern will have more. More new people go to the Tabernacle might come here.
1: Because
2: he that has. So instead of, so as a minister, I should rather learn the traits that can make you have a mega church instead of criticizing a mega church. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yes, thank you. Are you hearing me? So, Instead of criticizing that sister Well, she's always flirtatious That's why men like her Please go and learn from her Go and learn from her so that you to somebody <laughs> Go and learn something from her So that you to somebody will say I like you <laughs> Instead of criticizing her because you are, yes, I agree. Well, well I mean, I know the, the reason why the brothers like her. Because, you know, the way she talks, she's always praising men and giving, you know, hey, me, I'm not like that. Too. Me, I'm myself. You are by yourself, but you are cold, man. Go and ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go and ask. He us. You see, next we will go into the traits. You will see that when people have something, have a certain trait. Or certain characteristics. Look, rich people rich people one of the commonest traits about rich people is that they count their pennies. Yeah, tell you. They, you throw your pennies away rich people count their pennies. Rich people rich people. You have never tried rich people before. Yeah. Rich people, they count their pennies. Yeah. 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 I was once, I think I, I was, uh, I think it was, it was golf. And usually after golf, when you finish playing golf, you have to tip the, the clean, the caddies or the clean, yeah. So I Rich guy. A very rich guy. When I finished I and mean, we went there, I took money. I think I gave the guy, I took some money, maybe, uh, what was it? Like, was $20 or uh, $20. I gave the guy. That the nigga who is far richer than me, far richer than me, who I spent with you, do you know how much he gave the guy? He gave $5. That's why he's richer. Maybe he, he calculates it. Me, I just give the guy $20. He <laughs> gave the guy 5 <laughs> So I was $15 poorer. <laughs> no, think about it. That day, I was $15 poorer. <laughs> poorer than him. And he's richer than me. I give the, the guy 20 So I learned a lesson that as we are all moved, driving our car away, I am poorer by $15 compared to this guy. <laughs> so, some of you, we go into the traits. you find that, you, you see, poor people, poor people waste. Poor people, we waste. We cook more, more than you can eat. You buy junk. Oh, it was on sale. It was on sale. Your house is full of clutter. I'm preaching a mirror tell you never a mirror i <laughs> just adjust. we come to we come to your small apartment we can cro- it's filled with junk shoes look don't tell me it's on sale buy what you need not because it's on sale junk that's why you're broke yeah they say wealthy people buy stocks, poor people buy junk. It's true? Yeah. Habits. Amen. Yeah. So maybe we'll go into the traits. But what I'm trying to say is that you see that people who have more, who have always keep on getting more. And you, when you look at them, you see they have certain traits. Yeah. As a pastor. Look, as a pastor, whether you like it or not, well, as a pastor, even when I give people to handle ministries, those who do well, I keep on adding to them, and those of who don't do well, I take it from you. So if I take your ministry from you, I'm not giving you a break. It's a sign that you are not doing well. <laughs> no, seriously, because anybody who does well gets more. So don't say that. Oh. Well, I'm I'm giving giving a break. No, 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 no. Because the reward for hard work. More work. Uh huh. I said the reward for hard work is what? Work. If you do well, you always give more. So if everything you are handling is being taken away from you, you must know that you're not doing well. Something to meditate about. It's a mirror. Yeah in the church even your children you find that the child who is compliant, he gets more. I'm preaching. oh yeah, which my wife told me some time ago sometimes that is the side effect of being a proper, char- a proper child because they give you more to do. they're rebellious so nobody mind. <laughs> I'm saying something. You see that because you are the proper, you are the one who cares about your parent. all the calls come to you. But the rebellious one, nobody. That's <laughs> true. You see that because you are the responsible child, the one who cares, all the calls comes to you. But the one who doesn't care, don't care. It's true. But because you care, that's why they'll call you, oh, this person is this, you have to do this, you have to do this. Everything comes to you, because you are the responsible one. You obey the rules. But the ones who don't care, nothing comes to them. It's also he that has. <laughs> <laughs>
1: preaching.
2: I'm preaching Yeah. Yeah. My wife tells me, He says, that's the side effect of being the compliant child. That's the word, compliant. So the children, the one who do well, they get more. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So I pray that, you know, Jesus said, he that has, okay, he that has, to him shall be given. But he that has not, Mm. even the little, he has, will be taken away. Hallelujah. So let's believe God. And let's understand the traits. You see, every, this works by traits you you find out that all lazy people, all lazy people, no matter the field that they are, whether academically lazy, financially lazy, (coughs) maritally lazy, professionally lazy, they have a common trait. When you go and look at life, you find out all of them have a common trait. Yeah? You'll be surprised. It doesn't matter even which area of life. The one who is academically lazy, Professionally lazy, financially lazy, uh, all of them have a common trait. Do you, know, do you know the common trait? Go ahead. The common trait of all lazy people is lies. Lies. They lie. Yeah. yeah. Every lazy person lies. Because at a point, you have to, to cover it up. Every, la- every lazy person lies. If you see a professional athlete who is lazy, he will lie to have an ankle sprain. If you see somebody who doesn't want to work, who's lazy, you will tell her, oh, there's no, uh, my, my my computer is frozen. That's why I couldn't send a job application. Every lady, because you see, at a point, it catches up with you. So you have to tell a lie. Something must cover it. It doesn't matter the field. If you find a wife who's lazy, she will tell you a lie. Oh, I have a stomachache, she's lying. <laughs> if you find a husband who's lazy, well, they are laid off she's lying. Yeah. You find a child who is lazy. Well, the teacher said the teacher said uh, the homework was not due. And the teacher was not being fair to me. She's lying. She did not do the homework. Oh, the teacher doesn't like me. She don't like me, Miss uh, uh, Miss Stephanie. She don't like me. She, I don't know what I done to her. She don't like me. She's all speaking on me. She's lying. She's not doing the homework. You <laughs> are yeah. So you found that it's a common trait. Yeah, it's a mirror. The word of God is what? A mirror. Hallelujah. So let's look and adjust. So that our life will be glorious. You know, when you come to church, believe that your life will get better. I say believe that your life will get better. And the word of God will help you to get better. Yes. Yes. Like I even said today, some of you, maybe order you need for... Some of you, maybe all that the Holy Spirit is telling you this morning concerning your financial life that there's a lot of waste. Maybe, maybe by that revelation, you'll, be, you'll prosper. Amen. Maybe all that you need is that revelation that my life has a lot of waste. I don't need to. What do I say, waste? For example, this is just an example waste. For example, waste. Maybe if you don't have to stay in a four-bedroom place where all the heat are turned on, where you are in one small corner, where the whole house has been blasted with heat. So as your electricity bill comes, you are $200 poorer. Some of us, our, uh, our waste comes from even food. Every day you are throwing food away because you cook more than you can eat. (laughs) <laughs> and you go. It doesn't matter. Only ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Every day for a month is three hundred. For a year, is a lot. But you keep on throwing it away. You. Why can't you cook exactly what you eat? You say you freeze it, but after while, you say I don't like it. You throw it away. How many times have you taken food from your freezer and thrown it away? So maybe that's your that's that, that's that's your revelation that there's a lot of waste. Some of you, some of you, even your your waste is restaurants. Hey. Every restaurant we have eaten before. Hey, hey you hear me! Yes. Hallelujah. So I pray that God will give you the wisdom. I said, "Pray that God will give you the wisdom." I said, "Pray that God will give you the wisdom." I I "Pray that God will give you the wisdom, you the wisdom. You the wisdom. to cut away the waste mm-hmm. that you will be among those who have Amen. and those who have not." In Jesus' name, Amen. stand up your feet and let's close. Um, yeah. Oh, we are not done yet. Communion. Oh, we are not done. It's communion. Yes. Wow. Ah, uh, please. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. We pray that your spirit will lead us and guide us. He said, He that has shall be given more. And he that has not, even the little he has to be taken away. Father, I pray for your children. Bless them with wisdom and knowledge. Bless them with wisdom and knowledge. Deliver them from waste and prodigality. May we be among those who have. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. With every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here, you are not born again. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? This morning, before I sit down, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. For what shall it profit a man if he was to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Anybody here who is not born again for a few minutes with every eye closed, why don't you lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You are not saved. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. This is a call to Christ. A call to be saved if you are not born again. Don't leave this place without giving your life to Christ. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for salvation. Let none perish, but may they all come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seat.
0: We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.